Here we are. A little, little different. A little three o'clock episode. Not too bad on a Thursday afternoon, about four hours before Eric. You have a tough game, or a tough game, a, a big game to go to, and before it'll I be tough game, for me too. It's going to be cold. That is true. Uh, but welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Like I mentioned, myself, Zach Alvira, and Eric Newman here for a very quick episode. Um, we usually go like what Tuesdays or Wednesday nights, but yeah, usually was, Wednesdays has been our recent yeah. pattern but as you guys all know eric and i obviously have our own jobs all that stuff so sometimes we have to switch it up yesterday i was taking care of a few things personally i was actually off i had to take a pto day um everything is good it's just a couple things i had to take care of uh but here we are and i'm working again today so yeah um eric how are you doing good i want to talk about we talked about it a second before we got on yeah but hard knocks in season is now with the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Don't and don't give up too much because I haven't seen I it won't yet. give there's not that much to give up. You saw right. what happened in the last week. True. <laughs> it's not like it's a show that you don't know the ending to. It ended with this latest Cardinal Seahawks game that they lost. Oh, really? I thought it was like from the very beginning of the year. No, so they talked a little bit about beginning stuff, but it was mostly this week. Uh, this last week up until the, the Seahawks game and covered know. that game. So you know what happened. Okay. Um, but they said, uh, I've always enjoyed hard knocks, uh-huh. but they did not give a single interesting piece of information for a whole 50 minutes. Like Wait, it was me... fun. It's, it's just, we need to get better. We need to look ourselves in the mirror and get better. We okay, need well, to hold ourselves accountable in every single cliche you can think of in football. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What was better, Cardinals in season or Dan Campbell doing up-downs? It's only been one episode, but I can easily say the Lions was better so far. Because Dan Campbell, while they gave a lot of cliches and didn't actually tell you much, yeah. Dan Campbell's a personality. And he was fun to to watch on Hard Knocks. Are you actually saying good things about Dan Campbell? He may or may not be a good football coach, but he's great on camera. That's for sure. So I have a question for you. You'd say, you'd say Robbie Anderson, um, you know, getting, getting traded over, um, you know, his story is probably one of the biggest things of the season, right? Um, I would say so. Hey, really quick. I know this is like, really stupid that i'm gonna do this but because you're talking really nice about the lions i'm gonna change the lights behind me to uh blue just so continue i just wanted to let you know I'm fair enough but so oh there it is i see that yeah blue. fancy huh what's the hey. lions what's the lions logo or like the not the logo the uh A the lion? slogan <laughs> um let's go out and be kind of good i don't know no but like you know yeah, a lot of teams yeah. have like the Vikings is skull and everyone has, you know, their thing that they say, um, Rawr. the bears is the bears is like, uh, what is it? Dub bears and whatever. Like, bears. Yeah. So there's always, or bear down. Um, is, yeah. does the lions have one? I don't think so. Not that I know of. They'd have to win enough games to, to, uh, um, have yeah. something like that. Anyway, hey, by the, by the way, shout out to Amazon prime day. These lights were like normally like 50 bucks. I got them for like 20. So I was for like, all sure. right, well, putting them behind the desk. Um, 
so you'd say, you know, Robbie Anderson gets mad at a situation in Carolina, comes over to Arizona, um, isn't playing particularly well, has had a couple, you know, opportunities, but, you know, a disgruntled super, not superstar, but a disgruntled good player that's come yeah. over. You'd think that'd be a big story, right? Well, I mean, to a certain extent. I mean, was it a big story when he got traded here? Absolutely, because everyone thought that he was going to be the savior when Hollywood Brown went down. Now, the only problem is in two games, what has Robbie Anderson actually done for the team? Very little. I mean, I was at, like you said, I was covering the game against Seattle, and he literally, I think he had one catch for like negative two yards or two yards, something like that. And then he like dropped an easy first down catch, and then he got like penalties on him. Like he wasn't good. Yeah, I agree. But that's an interesting story in and of itself that he comes over and isn't doing well. They did not show him on camera one time in the first episode. I'm going to tell you a list of people they showed more than Robbie Anderson on the first episode of Hard Knocks. Doug Ducey several times. The chef at an unnamed wing stop that DeAndre Hopkins and Isaiah Simmons ate at. That guy got on camera, even had some speaking lines. A security guard who didn't know who Mike Bidwell was. Some young girl wearing a Buda Baker jersey. A Buda Baker? Buda Baker. Like it's a Buda, twister. Buda Baker? Yeah. yeah. Buda Baker's mom. Okay. Buda Baker's younger sister. Okay. Buda Baker's younger sister's friend. Okay. Wait, is Buda Baker's younger sister an athlete? She's in high school. I don't know if she's an athlete or not. Oh, that'd be a pretty good story. Um, she wants Sorry, to go to ASU, the, apparently. That's the journalist in me speaking. That'd be a cool story, though. Buda Baker's dog. Well, duh. I would, Buda, I'd rather see a dog than people, too. Buda Baker's... Oh, I mentioned his sister's friend who was in the stands with her at the game. Okay. And a kid who got a pair of gloves from Hopkins after the game. Okay, that's cool, though. All got more camera time than the recently acquired Robbie Anderson. Okay. That's terrible producing and storytelling. It's awful. How do you not have the guy on there one time? I mean, I guess I see your point. Um, the, the wing stop thing, 100%. I get that. <laughs> um, maybe Buda Baker's family. I mean, maybe not the mom, but like the sisters. I mean, it depends on what they added to the actual storyline. Very little. Okay. Um, they showed that he liked his family. I mean, that's good, though. Yeah. But I assume everybody likes their family. Like hard knocks. I mean, you could say the same thing about Aiden Hutchinson when they were, when it was the hard knocks for Lions. Yes. Because they showed his family. They showed him at a family dinner. Yeah. It's fine. No, I'm not against them having those people on. But I think that they missed an opportunity to tell a story that's been pretty important with the Cardinals. Well, maybe they're waiting for him to, you know, produce. Yeah, maybe. Which means we'll we'll never see him. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Moving on from um, professional. Baker's got a cute dog, though. What kind of dog is he? I don't know. A big one. Yeah, I love dogs. I love big dogs, especially. I mean, Buda Baker does have that dog in him. Yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, moving on from uh, professional football to high school volleyball, Eric. Uh, semifinal games are pretty much playing all tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, with the exception of 2A and I think maybe 3A. So 
looking at those brackets right now, the semifinals uh, taking place tomorrow for two-way at Mountain Ridge High School, number five, Phoenix Country Day versus number one, Horizon Honors, and number 10, St. John's against number three, Trivium Prep. Uh, let's keep it moving here because we got a lot to talk about in a little amount of time. Uh, 4A, I'm sorry, 3A, also tomorrow, the Friday the 11th, so Veterans Day. Uh, number four, Thatcher. Number one, Snowflake. Number three, Northwest Christian. Number two, Valley Christian. Then you move on to 4A, which I believe is tonight. So number one, South Point hosting number five, Arcadia. And number two, A.L.A. Gilbert North hosting number three, Estrella Foothills. 5A, number one, Millennium against number four, Notre Dame Prep. And number two, Horizon against number six, Sunrise Mountain. And 6A, Eric. I was actually a little surprised by this. Uh, we have number one, Cronodale Soul, number four, Perry. Not surprised by those two. Number two, Hamilton against number six, Liberty, who took down the third-ranked Gilbert Tigers. That was an upset. Did I lose Eric? I think I lost Eric. I lost Eric. Now Eric is back. Here we go. Yeah, my Eric. internet went out for a second. <laughs> Here's Eric. So anyway, um, Eric, I was just. did you hear what I said at all or no? I heard everything. I just couldn't okay, respond. Cool. Got it. So Liberty upsetting Gilbert, they will face Hamilton tonight at five o'clock at Hamilton High School, which means I should probably leave pretty early for Hamilton and Chandler because the parking lot's going to be full. I yep. just realized that, so that's going to be fun. Um, anyway, uh, are you at all surprised that Liberty was able to take down Gilbert for the uh, to make it to the semifinals in volleyball? A little, but okay. Liberty's a solid team. They've always been. Um, yeah. And Gilbert is playing up from what they used to be. They used to be a 5A True. team in a lot of those things. And so, you know, soccer, volleyball, um, yeah. a lot of the sports that weren't football, they've been a 5A team. They are 5A in football still, but they've kind of yeah. made that move up. And so Liberty's a power um, in that in that conference. And so, you know, it's surprising in terms of an upset, but it's it's not crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, state championships for volleyball will take place all on Saturday. Um, it's going to be, I think they start at 11 o'clock with two-way, and then it's, I think, a game basically every two hours. Like, uh, 11, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., I'm sorry, 3 p.m., uh, 5 p.m., then 6 a.m. at 7 p.m. I will be there for every game as long as I have a team that's playing in it. Um which as of right now, it looks like I may, depending on if there's some upsets or not. But um, I'll also be there tomorrow or Saturday at 7.30 a.m. for the radio show and bracket show. So it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be a long day, but it's okay. We also have cross country uh, on Saturday. I'll have our good friend Lance Hartzler is covering it for me. So and I will be fun. out there too. So the past two fun. Daily Sun sports editors, him before me. Um, That's right. Yeah, That's right. so – Flagstaff boys and girls and Northland prep boys and girls are both, you know, solid yeah. teams in their Coconino moved up from D three to D two. They won the, the girls won the D three championship last year and now have moved up to D two. And so we'll see how they fare in their first yeah. um, state title race. Absolutely. I uh, want to give a big shout out to the swim teams that took home the championship. Uh, Chaparral swept boys and girls. Desert Mountain Girls repeated, and Millennium pulled off the upset in D2 in the boys. Uh, so congratulations to those four teams. And I'm trying to go down really quick to Division Three. Let me see. Um, let's see. 
D2. Sorry, I should, probably should have had this pulled it's up. It's hard already. because they don't just have it's, it. Yeah, it's in it's the not, scores the same way that they do for the other sports. No, I have to flip. I'm already on page 45. So, yep. That's kind of shows you what kind of how difficult it is. It's all one PDF. Yeah. You have to kind it's, of through. it's kind of obnoxious, actually. <laughs> if I have to be completely honest, I still can't find them. I'm on page 57. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, all right, tell you what, we'll, we'll come back. We'll yep. come back to that uh, because I still can't find them. I'm on preliminaries now. So we'll, we'll And just, what's crazy is you can't even just search Division no, 3 Control F because there's like 30 different things that say that. On you, you can't at all. Uh, let's move on to some of the playoffs So for football. Uh, so for the 1A conference, we're going to be crowning a champion on Tuesday. I'm sorry, Saturday. Uh, number four, Williams versus number three, Muggy on. That should be a really high scoring game, actually. Uh, moving on to the two-way, we have the quarterfinals. Number eight, Camp Verde traveling. Number one, Pima. Number five, Holbrook against number four, Wilcox. Number 11, Gilbert Christian against number three, Scott Stowe Christian. Cody has already put Scott Stowe Christian on upset alert. Uh, number seven, Tonopah Valley versus number two, Morenci. And the 3A conference, we have number one, Thatcher hosting Valley Christian, the eight seed. Number four, Sholo gets number five, Paradise Honors. Number six, Round Valley gets number three, Push Ridge. And number seven, Sabino making the trip up north to the Valley to face number two, Eastmark. Eric, I know you're going to be at a very big rivalry game tonight, so I'm going to start with you. Flag Coco, what can we expect from that game? It's So it's 7 o'clock tonight at Coconino High School. The temperature is supposed to be about 27, 28 at kickoff. Ooh. And we'll get even colder. Um, I maintain, I might've said it on this podcast before, um, but I've said it many times. I maintain that for some reason, the Coconino high school football field, Cromer stadium is the coldest spot in this whole town. I don't know what it is, but every time I'm there, I just am frigid. Even if it's not that bad out, um, it's going to be a cold game. They have two clashing styles. Um, Flagstaff throws the ball a lot. Coconino runs the ball a lot. Um, and neither of the teams are playoff eligible. They're both going to end with losing records regardless of this game. Um, so they're kind of disappointed in the way their seasons have gone. But this is bragging rights. You know, it's their rivalry game. Oh, I think we just lost Eric again. How sad. <laughs> All right. Our moving for right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on really quickly to uh Chandler and Hamilton. That's the game that I'm gonna be at today. Uh seven o'clock kickoff battle for Arizona Avenue. Um taking this over as a one-man show right now until Eric's internet stops messing up on him. Um two weeks ago, Chandler was dealt a hard loss against Basha, obviously on national TV. That was a game that you guys all know about at this point, I'm assuming. Uh, Hamilton, the only loss this season for the Huskies, came to Basha, obviously, and then uh, uh, Bishop Gorman in the first game of the season. So it was definitely, you know, not typical of Hamilton to have those two losses, especially because that's a team that obviously is typically a very big powerhouse. But this game, you know, look, they're both in the open division. They're both going to be in the open division. They are right now number three and five, which we're going to go over the rankings as soon as Eric gets back in here. This is a big game. You know, if Hamilton's able to beat Chandler, this could be probably the lowest ranking that Chandler has had in several, several years. Hamilton, on the other hand, it would be huge bragging rights for them to go into the open division playoffs as the five seed, maybe six if they do lose, which is why I really think, you know, 
apparently his uh his name is now sudden link sucks i don't know what that is that's the internet provider i have in flagstaff interesting okay yeah. uh, I would, so i also realized that i recorded something for work and uh, i still have my afn sports editor thing on there it's so. that's not untrue though you no, are the not. afn sports editor that is true that is true um my internet has been bad so hopefully it doesn't happen again okay um eric i was just on the topic of um chandler hamilton i'm just going to finish up and i'll let you kind of go back to the coco uh flag coco game but you know, this is a big game for both teams, as you know, Eric, as well. Um, number three, Chandler in the open division. Number five, Hamilton in the open division. Neither team wants to lose this game. If Chandler yeah. loses, I just made the point before you jump back on, this could be the lowest rating that Chandler has had in several, several years in terms of yeah. going into the playoffs. Hamilton, on the other hand, if they lose this game, I think the most they would maybe drop is to number six. Obviously, losing to a team that's higher than them shouldn't hurt them whatsoever. Um what are your expectations? Yeah, I, I think they might, you know, here. drop one spot, maybe two. Maybe they're maybe. an open team, regardless. Yes, they are. What are your kind of what are, what are kind of you expecting with this game? Obviously, not being here in the valley, but just you know, being able to follow Twitter because I think several of us are going to be there tonight. Yeah, I've been following along all season um, with them. It's going to be a a battle because both of these teams are. They're open division teams and they're yep. probably, you know, regardless of what the rankings show, they're probably two of the best four or five teams in state, um, regardless oh, yeah. of, of what shows. I think it's going to be a battle. Um, it's Chandler's been great. They've lost a close game to Basha. Hamilton also lost a close game to Basha. Um, they, I think both of them are not as invincible as they have been in past years. That's true. Um, but they're still really quality teams. And I expect that they're going to take this one seriously because it could mean, you know, a, a home game in the first and maybe second round of the playoffs. And that means a big, that means a lot, um, yeah. you know, being that three, four seed as opposed to the five, six means a whole lot when you're talking about open division. So I expect yeah. it to be a hard fought game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Flag Coco, I'll let you finish on your thought. Yeah, so it's going to be cold. Coganino runs the ball a lot. Flagstaff throws the ball a lot. Um, it's a it's a game for pride. Everyone in the community cares about it. Um, there's a lot of you know. The, neither team is happy with the way their season has ended because neither is going to be yeah. playoff eligible. Um, but it still means a whole lot to these kids. Um, Coganino. Uh, Flagstaff has never beaten Coconino in the seniors four years on varsity. Coconino doesn't want to be the team that lets that streak go, whereas Flagstaff wants to break it. So there's right. there's definitely some interest in this game. Um, yeah. You know, it ends the season. Whoever whoever wins it has bragging rights, regardless of what the playoffs show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move on now, Eric. We have about probably ten to fifteen minutes left before I know we both kind of want to start getting ready for the games yeah, we're going to be covering sure. um 4a rankings for the for football so this is the the penultimate rankings uh so basically you know this is a good look at what it could look like on saturday when the brackets are revealed uh number one is ala gilbert north number two is canyon del oro followed by snowflake poston butte saint mary's apache junction northwest christian marcos deniza prescott bradshaw mountain in the top 10 Yuma Catholic at 11, followed by Lake Havasu, AZ College Prep, which has taken a tumble down the rankings. At one point, was number one, I think, just three weeks ago, and now they're sitting at five and four at number 13. 
Combs is 14, Thunderbird, Buckeye Union is number 16, but very close behind them is number 17, Walden Grove. So Walden Grove is trying to play tonight for their playoff lives. Yep. Uh, moving on to 5A, we have a new number one. The AOA Queen Creek has made the jump over Notre Dame Prep and Desert Mountain. Desert Mountain, not as surprising because of the loss that the Wolves had to Sunny Slope, but AOA Queen Creek jumping Notre Dame Prep. Not by much. They're separated by about 0. 0.05 in the rating category. Yep. But nonetheless, ALA Queen Creek has been playing very, very good football as of late. Uh, so ALA Queen Creek, Notre Dame Prep, Desert Mountain, followed by Higley Horizon, Desert Edge, Cactus, Marana, Sunny Slope, Campo Verde, Gilbert, Millennium, Paradise Valley, Central, Camelback, and Canyon View as number 16. Some big games, too. Um, Horizon plays ALA Queen Creek tonight. Um, Cactus plays Desert Edge. I think Campo is facing – I can't remember who Campo is facing. Uh, but Gilbert is playing, I think, Notre Dame Prep tonight. So Campo's at Mesquite That's tonight. right. That's right. Uh, but Gilbert's playing uh, Notre Dame Prep. So it's going to be a lot of really good matchups there in 5A tonight. A big potentially bubble game is Central versus Camelback. They're playing yep. at Central High School, yep. um, the 14 and 15th ranked teams. Central is a full point above Camelback in the oh, playoff yeah. Ratings, it's 5.2 to 4.2. Yeah. But if Camelback's able to win, they could move up a little bit. Central basically ensures themselves a playoff spot if they win. I mean, yep. even if Central wins, Camelback might be able to still sneak in, but that's a big one. Yeah. If playoffs started today, the number one seed would once again be the Highland Hawks in the 6A conference. Number two would be Sandra Day O'Connor, followed by Castile at three, Queen Creek at four, Red Mountain at five, South Point Catholic at six, Williamsfield at seven, and Mountain Point at eight. The bottom eight would be Mountain Ridge, Brophy, Mesa, Boulder Creek, Cesar Chavez, Chaparral, Valley Vista, and Desert Ridge would be currently the number 16 seed with Perry right behind them at number 17. The bubble. Let's look at the bubble games first. Perry playing Basha. Desert Ridge playing Desert Vista. Uh, Valley Vista tonight has Shadow Ridge and Chaparral faces Highland. Um, even Cesar Chavez playing Mountain Point this week. So, or tonight, I should say. So, some bubble games for sure. I don't think Cesar Chavez is necessarily on the bubble. I think the champions are in no matter what. Yeah. Um, Chaparral at three and six could potentially tumble out a little bit. Um, but really, Valley Vista, Desert Ridge, Perry, and even Mountain View are bubble games. Mountain View, if they beat South Point Catholic tonight, Mountain View, I think, jumps all the way into the into the 16. Yeah, um, agreed. But even even um, beyond that, Williamsfield's playing Higley. Like, th there's some big games in 6A and then slash 5A. Yeah. So currently, there's there's about five teams, six teams within a few points of each other. So yeah. if you look at Cesar Chavez at 21, they're probably in, but um uh, 22 so number i think that's 14 mm -hmm. chaparral to number 26 which is the 18th spot um is separated by just a couple points yeah so some of those uh, it's going to be about three of those teams are in and two are out um mm -hmm. i think shadow ridge at 27 which is number 19 is too far out they're four points behind even mountain view yeah. so even with the win tonight they're not going to make it but those some of those bubble teams. It's it's like the witching hour. Uh, losers become winners, and winners become losers. And you know some of those games are going to determine what happens this week. Yeah, huge games. Um, 
even looking at the very top, Highland plays uh, Chaparral tonight. Now, here's the thing, though. And I guess now is a good time to go over the open division rankings. Number one is Liberty. Number two is Basha. Number three is Chandler. Number four, Saguaro. Number five, Hamilton. Number six, Centennial. Seven, Crumbussell. Eight, Pinnacle. So um, looking at Highland playing Chaparral, Pinnacle has to play Saguaro tonight. I fully expect this. Or I'm sorry, not Saguaro. Uh, Liberty tonight. No, Centennial tonight. I'm sorry. Am I missing? Yeah, Centennial. Okay. I, I got confused there. I expect Centennial to beat Pinnacle. So that drops the Pioneers to six and four. I think if Highland wins tonight, Highland is back in the open division. I think so too. I think a lot of us were surprised that Pinnacle was still in even at this point. Yeah, um, I was. Because Highland was beat them down pretty badly. Yeah. But it's a strength of schedule thing with Pinnacle. Exactly. Uh, so I think Pinnacle drops, Highland goes in. I think Corona del Sol needs to beat Castile tonight in order to stay in. If the Colts win that game, Corona del Sol drops. Sandra Day O'Connor with a win will be in the open division. Um, especially because if you look at the open rankings, number nine, 10, and 11 is Highland, O'Connor, ALA, Queen Creek. Now, the thing is, ALA, Queen Creek plays Horizon, which technically is a 5A team obviously, but I want to say that would look be a quote-unquote better win than O'Connor beating Mountain Ridge. Yeah. Even though Mountain Ridge is a nine seed in 6A right now. So Do I don't you think Castillo still... could jump up if they beat Corona del Sol? I, don't I think, think it so. might be too much. I think it's too much. I think Castillo, Castillo at the very worst, I think would be the number one seed in 6A. Yeah. If they were able to win that yeah. game, I think so too. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they move up. Yeah. So – you know, but it, it's definitely a play-in game for Corona. If the Aztecs want to be in the open division, they have to win tonight over Castile. Um, if not, they're done. They're out. Pinnacle, same thing. You beat Centennial, and you're in the open. You know, actually, if they beat Centennial, I don't know, Centennial might drop to number eight and then play Liberty yeah. again, which would be a pretty darn good matchup, actually. Yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, and looking a little bit further up, Saguaro, like I said, playing oh, playing Brophy, who has been on a tear lately. Um, Hamilton playing Chandler, obviously. Bash has got Perry, and Liberty has, I think Liberty has Boulder Creek. So unless Liberty decides to throw the game for some reason, Boulder, I'm sorry, Liberty should win that game. So you would think so. So Eric, looking at what the rankings could potentially be and what they are right now, come Saturday, what do you expect to see in terms of the open division bracket? So I think that. We could end up seeing if Chandler wins against Hamilton tonight. I think they might move up to number two. Bash is ahead of Chandler by um, 0.8 right now. And in terms of strength of schedule, Bash is playing a much weaker opponent. Um, So if both win, I think Chandler might be able to jump up. I might be wrong, but um, I I think that's what we might see. I think Liberty, if they win, is obviously going to be. Um, the Lions will be on top. Hamilton might move down to number six, maybe seven if the Huskies lose, but you know, that's a toss up. That's a big game. I think Saguaro probably stays put at number four. Um, And then depending on some of the games, Centennial, Corona, Pinnacle, Mm -hmm. Highland, you might see some of those moving around a little bit, but I think our top four is probably set unless Hamilton is able to beat Chandler. Yeah, I think barring the Chandler-Hamilton matchup, I think what we could see, let's say theoretically, if Chandler wins, because that's the easiest one for me to kind of assume what's going to happen. 
I think we get one Liberty. I think Basha stays at two. I think Chandler's at three, and I think Saguaro's at four. Now, here's where it gets tricky. I really do think that if Hamilton loses to Chandler, I think the Huskies drop to six, Centennial moves up to five. So I think it's going to be my final open rankings, what I believe might happen. One Liberty, two Basha, three Chandler, four Saguaro, five Centennial, six Hamilton, uh, seven Highland, and eight Sandra Day O'Connor. Those I, are the, I can see that. Yeah, those. Now, the eight spot is kind of an up and down or a, a give or take situation. You could you could put O'Connor or ALA Queen Creek, I think, has a chance to get in there, but they're a little bit further down. So we'll see. But I do think the top four is locked in at this point, as long as Chandler wins. I yeah. fully expect the other three to win tonight. As long as Chandler beats Hamilton, Chandler will be locked in at number three at the very worst. If Hamilton wins... I can't even tell you what the rankings will look like Saturday because honestly, there'd be so much move. Oh, sorry. Hit the mic. I really think it'd probably be like a Saguaro moving up to three, Hamilton to four, maybe Chandler five, Centennial stays put at six, something like that to happen. But who knows? There's a lot of movement that could happen if Chandler loses to Hamilton tonight. So I'm not even going to try to piece that all together. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And then we're talking about if Centennial wins and Corona beats Castile. I mean, you know, Centennial would still be a better win. So even if, let's say, I mean, you know, if Chandler loses and then it drops or and then they drop, like, would they drop to five or would they get jumped by Centennial and be number six and then have to go and face Chandler or face Hamilton or Saguaro or whoever it is at number three? You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. we'll see what happens, I guess, because if Hamilton wins, they could jump all the way to three with the with the PowerPoints and all that stuff. So, yeah, but um it'll be interesting it'll be definitely interesting to see i do think like i said i do think corona falls tonight to castile and i think pinnacle loses to centennial which opens the door for highland and o'connor to sneak into the open division which i'm going to tell you right now if we get highland basha in the first round yeah, or even high fun. or highland liberty ooh, i might be making the trip out to the west valley yeah that'd be fun just two hard-hitting defenses going at it would be so much fun. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Tonight is definitely going to be interesting. It's kind of, it's kind of strange to have so many what-if scenarios on the last week of the season. I feel like yeah, the, you don't years, see that. Yeah, I feel like in years prior, we kind of knew who was going to be in the open already. Yeah, which I guess we kind of know now, but like, I don't know. Like, we know probably six of the eight teams. Yes. Yeah. Last year, it felt like we knew all of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would almost say put put Highland in at number eight, just because I think Highland would actually give Liberty a game. Yeah. Just because of the defense. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. So, it'll be fun. It'll definitely be a lot of fun. Um, bracket show, everything will be released. I know uh, our friend Gridiron Arizona was asking me. Um so Saturday morning radio show, what I'm part of obviously starts at 8 a.m. from Veterans Memorial Coliseum, the site of the volleyball championship games. Starting at 9 a.m., we will, we will be live on azpreps365.com to unveil the brackets. So I should know the brackets, I think, by like 8, 8.30. Are you going to leak them from an unnamed source? Yeah, my burner account. Yeah, you should. I know. I'm thinking about it. So I Just make them up. Yeah, but you um, can buy the eight dollar Twitter verification and have it be some just ridiculous name too. Nah, um, but I will say this little PSA: 
Nobody message me for the rankings ahead of time. I'm, not I'm going to. I'm not telling you who. I'll trade you for a kith. A kith? Yeah. Um, so all of you that are thinking, oh, maybe Zach will tell me the. No, I'm not telling you. Jose is not telling you. Brett Quintine is not telling you. None of us are telling you the brackets ahead of time. You can find out by watching our show. AIA Arizona Twitter account might tell them. Maybe the architects. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little PSA. So if you message me, I'm not going to block you, but I'm just going to read it, send you a laughing emoji, and then that's going to be my reply. You should. Just FYI to everybody. Even though I put this, or I say this, I know for a fact, I'm going to get, fact, at least I'm going to get one message. Yeah, from me. Okay, I might get two messages then. Yeah. One from Eric and one from someone else. Yeah. That I'm sure will probably message me. So, yeah. And by the way, just because I'm on the show, I don't know what the rankings are going to be until I actually get yeah, them. Yeah, you okay. also aren't part of picking them. Yeah, so if you message me tonight and say, so what are the rankings going to be? I'm just going to simply put idk because i don't yeah. know so there's that and we have friday games too we also have some friday oh i forgot about the friday games there, there aren't that one. many there's, no, there's only a few i forgot about those i keep thinking today's also friday yeah well it's it's weird that we have this many thursday games well yeah it's mostly because of the holiday too yeah for sure um, yeah, that's but, why it's happening, but it's but that still, is, it's still that's a, that's a good point. Saguaro doesn't even play till tomorrow, so I won't even yep. know where Saguaro stands. Yeah. So Saguaro plays tomorrow in 6A. Uh, 5A is Horizon LA Queen Creek, so we won't even know if LA Queen Creek moves into the open or potentially into the open until tomorrow night. Um, Desert Mountain Cactus Shadows plays tomorrow. Cactus Desert Edge plays tomorrow. Williamsfield Higley plays tomorrow. Ooh, man, maybe I do have to do a game on Friday. I wasn't going to. Oh, that's on Thursday. Wait. Hang on. The, I. It's tough with all the Thursday games. No, it's just because the AZ Preps website, you click Friday, and if there's no games, it automatically kicks you back out mm-hmm. to Thursday. Yep. It's frustrating. Um. Okay, 3A, we already went over, so we're good. So it's just really 6A, right? Yeah, 6A mostly. I think 6A. there is there a couple 5A games? There might be, but I don't know I, if there's – I didn't There's see not any. that many. No, that it's, not have... me, it's not letting me look at it. Was Cactus Desert Edge tonight, or is that tomorrow? It's tomorrow. It's tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kicking me out. So I think yeah. Only so maybe bad. there aren't any five games on. Friday. I think it's just. I think it's just Brophy tomorrow, Friday. So and some playoff games. And three and two A playoffs. Yeah. So there's that. Um, cool. Uh, by the way, speaking of the holiday, uh, thank you to everyone who has served. All yep. you veterans out there, Happy Veterans Day! We appreciate you. I know you guys don't hear that very much, but we do appreciate you guys. Um, Eric, best thing you in the last week. Some brats. 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 Yeah. brats. You put some yeah. you put some mustard on them. Yeah. Smother them in some mustard, maybe some coleslaw. Or not coleslaw. No, I'm thinking about Jacob. Uh, I took German um in high school for four years. And at the end sauerkraut. of the year, sauerkraut. Yeah. yeah. Um our German teacher, Herr Thompson. Um Herr is Mr. in oh, German. Okay. Um nice. I don't remember what his actual first name was. It wasn't hair. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of the year, the last day of class after finals, he would cook brats for everyone in the class. And wow. his one rule was you can eat it however you want, but you can't put ketchup on it. Interesting. And I actually like a brat with ketchup. But Me too. I yeah. was just thinking about that. <laughs> but yeah, I actually like it, but that's apparently just so non-German that he wouldn't have it. 
Nine. Yeah, exactly. That's what he would say if you asked for ketchup. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So you had brats. I like it. I like it. Um, For me, it would have to be. Oh, so I went over to my parents' house yesterday um, to help them with like getting Christmas tree decoration. My, my mom had back surgery. You guys all know that. So. Um, so I had to go help them get stuff down. And they ordered pizza. And I haven't had pizza in a really long time. And honestly, I wasn't planning on even eating it. But when it got there, it looked so good. And it was from this place called Jets. It originated in Michigan or Ohio, one of those two. Um, it's deep dish. I'm not usually a fan of deep dish, but I was so hungry that I had some. It was fantastic. It was really good. Did good pizza. Yeah, it was really, really good. So there's that. I also made the same chicken burrito bowl meal thing in the crock pot. It's just so I easy. I've that one before. I know. It's just so easy. I made it again. Yeah. You just just throw it in, throw everything in, just turn it on and walk away. Yep, that's so exactly nice. right. And people always joke about like, oh, when they see the crock pot come out, like it's going to be a bad meal. Like not this one. Not true. It's not true. So there's that. Eric, I think we wrap this up. You and I let's got games it. to get ready for. So let's do it. And who uh, knows how you. much longer my internet's going to work. That's also very true. Sudden link. Shout out to you. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all of you guys for listening and tuning in. A uh, little bit of a different time for us, but hey, you know what? We got here. We got it done. And here we are. Um, but yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to follow us all on Twitter at Zach Levire, at Inman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. We'll have a lot of updates from the games tonight, so make sure to tune into that. Also, follow Varsity Extra, a little self-plug for the Tribune, because uh, we'll have coverage of Mountain Point and Desert Vista, and then I believe a West Valley game, too. I can't remember exactly where the reporter's going, but yeah. Uh, I think, actually, he's going to Centennial Pinnacle, if I remember now. That's going to be so. a big game. It will be a big game. So uh, make sure to follow everyone on Twitter. Thank you to All.net, our sponsor. And until next week, when Eric and I will be talking about the first round of big school playoffs and some volleyball and cross-country champions. We'll talk to you guys all next week. <laughs>